Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Five Minutes in Coffee. My name is Jerry, and today's discussion will be about baptism. Is it actually necessary, or is there another way toward salvation? And I know there are many opinions in terms of salvation and is baptism really necessary? But I believe that it is not of our opinion, but what God has asked us. What does scripture say regarding baptism? And if baptism is necessary, will the Bible emphasize its importance by continually repeating this theme? Or is this something that is merely just mentioned and something that's not necessary for us? So I think because we call ourselves Christians that we should consider what Christ actually says regarding baptism. In Mark chapter 16, verse 16, Christ himself says, whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. So if you believe and you are baptized, you'll be saved. But if you don't believe, you're condemned. Why is the latter part only relating to belief? And where is baptism? And I believe the simple answer to that is if you don't believe, you are not going to be baptized. You need to have faith and you need to be baptized according to what the scripture is saying. So then what type of baptism would be necessary? Consider Acts chapter eight, verse 38. The theme of this verse is they went down into the water. So if it was just a couple of drops of water, how do you go down into the water? So clearly this had to be a large body of water. And was it necessary for him to go down into the water, especially since he was traveling? In my mind, this would have been an inconvenience. This would have hindered the time that he was making on his travel in order to go down into water. Think about getting into water and you know, being wet, being fully immersed, being soaked. And for someone who's traveling, this may not be the most convenient thing to do unless it was necessary. Considering going down into the water, think about what Romans chapter six says and how we can reconcile Acts chapter eight, verse 38 and Romans chapter six. So in Romans chapter six, verse three, what Paul states is, or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? So my question for you is, can we be buried with Christ without being buried in baptism? Colossians chapter two, verse 12, having been buried with him in baptism in which you were also raised with him through your faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. So can you be raised with Christ if you have not been buried with Christ? Can you enter into that relationship if you haven't been buried with him in baptism? Considering our sins, can our sins be washed away if we are not immersed in the water? If baptism is unnecessary, how do we walk in the newness of life by dying to our sins? Because what does baptism symbolize? dying to our sins and raising to a new life. So what about Peter? What is Peter's thought? We've heard the thoughts of Christ. We've heard the thoughts of Paul. What does Peter say? So when he's addressing the large group of Jews after Christ had been sacrificed, they asked him, 
what can we do to be saved? So in Acts chapter 2, verse 37, let's read it. When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, brothers, what shall we do? Peter replied, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. With many other words, he warned them and pleaded with them, save yourself from this corrupt generation. Those who accepted his message were baptized and about 3000 were added to their number that day. So Peter has a captive audience and they are cut to the heart based on his sermon. And they say, what should we do? And he says, every one of you repent and be baptized. So there's another element to that. We have to have faith. We have to repent and we must be baptized. So baptism by Peter's admission is very necessary. Otherwise, why would he tell those people to be baptized? So then, in order to be baptized, what is it that we must do and who should be baptized? So one of the things we have to do is repent of our sins and acknowledge that Jesus is the Son of God. When we think of the different types of baptisms that happen in this world, is the person who is being baptized capable to know that Jesus is the Son of God and that they are repenting of their sins? I think of babies in this element. What sin has a baby committed? What knowledge do they have of sin? Are they able to confess that Jesus is the Son of God? If they are not able to meet this criteria, then is it a valid baptism according to Scripture? When we acknowledge that Christ is the Son of God, this is our personal decision to enter into a relationship with Christ, to be buried with him and rise with him. So if you are considering being baptized, ask yourself, am I ready to enter into this relationship? When we consider babies, are they ready to enter into a relationship with Christ? And I don't mean, is it time for them to start learning about Christ and God and all of the things, but are they ready to acknowledge they have sinned? Are they ready to acknowledge the grace that God has given them? They have no knowledge of these things. When we consider who baptism is for, it is for those of us who are willing to repent of our sins, who have that understanding that without Christ, there is no hope. And just because I want to be sure that I touch on these verses, because when the Bible consistently reiterates something, then it's probably very important. The Bible reiterates love. The Bible reiterates obedience. The Bible reiterates many things. So in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 21, listen to what Peter says. And this water symbolizes baptism that now saves you also, not the removal of dirt from the body, but the pledge of a clear conscience toward God. It saves you by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Galatians chapter 3, verse 27. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. Romans 6, verse 3, which we read earlier. Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Acts twenty two sixteen. And now, what are you waiting for? Get up, 
be baptized, and wash your sins away, calling on his name. The baptisms in the Bible are all described as immediate, as let's get this done right now, because that's what saves you. As soon as the sinner believed the gospel and repented, he or she was baptized immediately. Acts 2, 41. That day, about 3,000 were baptized. Acts 8, verse 36. What hinders me from being baptized? Acts 9, verse 18. Immediately, he arose and was baptized. Acts 16, verse 33. The same hour of the night, immediately, he and all his family were baptized. Acts 22, verse 16. And now, why are you waiting? Arise and be baptized and wash away your sins. I hope that from scripture, we can see that Christ is saying that baptism is necessary for salvation. And I hope it has come across that this is not of my opinion, but this is out of the Bible. And I implore you to look up these scriptures, read them for yourself and see what it is that God would have us to do. If you found that this episode was helpful, I ask that you share it with just one person. This is Jerry with Five Minutes in Coffee. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it. If you want to support the Christian strength, please consider becoming a Patreon or making a donation towards the growth of the Christian strength. Links are in the description. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at 5 Minutes in Coffee, the Christian strength.